Hey, this is Bree of Mama Meets World. Every two weeks, my show is live. It's a safe and special place for Black mothers and the people who love us. So for more about the Black motherhood experience, make sure you subscribe to my show. I'm sure you'll love it. Welcome to the Crown of Collars podcast presented to you by Flawless Notes Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. I go by Black Dante on Twitter. I go by Suki Johnson on Instagram and Facebook. I don't really know her like that. So good to hear. Look, everybody. And I'm joined by. What's going on, everybody? This is Tall Bianca XO on your Twitter feed, a.k.a. Tell all your tall aunties she can wear all her heels around me, a.k.a. Only shoes I tie go up my ankles, a.k.a. Young Firm Handshake, a.k.a. all those other things y'all know me for. Indeed. It's just me and Bianca tonight. Um, Will is um, is out um, for this recording, but he will be back next week. Uh, so it's just me and Bianca like the old days. But, hey, I feel like me and B are more than enough to give y'all hashtag content. So that's what we're going to do tonight. Yeah. Um, just a quick, first of all, um, by the time you hear this, um, it will be the, um, at this point, I want to say celebration of our co-founder, our friend, our compadre, our brother, um, Curtis, um, his birthday is June, um, June 9th, uh, come on Gemini season. Uh, and by the time you hear this on his birthday, we'll, have gone, but we will be celebrating him. Uh, we a birth a um, uh, a tribute episode will be released. Um, the final episode of Gay Side Stories. Um, it will feature um, some of C- Curtis's closest people, me, myself, um, co um, also co-founder and um, CEO in charge, Candice, um, Bree, um, his cousin uh, Kosha. Um, Nikki and a, a bunch of other people who are n- near and dear to that were near and dear to him. Um, and we just gave a final tribute and send off to our friends. So that will be released um, on Tuesday as well. Um, and um, personally, I just want to say that I. Uh, there's not a day that goes by that I don't think of Curtis. Um, I miss him. He was like a big brother to me um, because I I have an older sister, but I um, I don't have a big uh, I don't have a male sibling. So Curtis was like a big brother to me. Um, and there's not a day that goes by that I don't miss his uh, presence in my life. But I know that his spirit is always with me, and I just hope that he is somewhere. Um, looking down on me, looking down on all of us, really, um, with love, um, playful shade, and um, guidance, um, because that's what he was to, um, to a lot of us, um, to all of us, uh, to everybody on the network. So want to say um, happy birthday to my friend, and 
um, in his spirit, we're going to make this a good episode and every episode going forward. Bianca? Yes, indeed. Rest in peace, Coon Loaf. Oh, yes. my God. I just – what a – like, who would have thought? I mean, just – you know, that – like – I still remember when, like, we first followed each other, and we 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 found something about like Southern rap hilarious, and that led us to sort of do the mutual follow thing. And then it was like, wait, no, this motherfucker's funny. And it was like, no, wait, this motherfucker's like thoughtful as hell too. Like, Curtis was was not exactly polarized. There were people who didn't like him for stupid reasons, but um, he was difficult to dislike. Like, I mean, I you know almost. Eight years of tweeting with Curtis, and it just seems like eight years was not enough. Um, and even being part of this podcast family, you know, being a guest on Gay Side Stories, being a fan of Gay Side Stories, just yeah, that was a that was a tough loss. You know, I remember just very fondly, you know, just the ways we we laughed and the way he made me laugh and the way he sought to inspire and to educate and bring people in, you know, leading by example. So we miss him. We miss him. That is a candle that definitely burns twice as bright, even if only half as long. So Absolutely. Um, and in the spirit we will of Curtis. Oh. Carry on. Oh, no, I was just saying, we will carry on in, in his honor. Yes, and speaking of carrying on in his honor, uh, we will, um, well, we'll have, uh, by the time you hear this, Debut two new shows on the network, um, the Love Drop podcast, uh, hosted by Randy and Reese. Um, it is a podcast featuring a unique perspective from two single black women and how they navigate love, romance, dating, and the balancing act of it all. So show them love as you have shown us love. Um, mm-hmm. Support them as you have supported us. And we are happy to have them on the network. Also debuting um, again by the time you hear this, uh, will be I'm not mad, I'm pissed. Um, it is a political podcast hosted by Darren. Um, it is um, a political podcast from the viewpoint of a um, non problematic cishet black man lawyer. Because um, you know lawyer, you know you know male lawyers on Twitter be wild, but. <laughs> Candace has the, uh, <laughs> Candace, um, in the spirit of Curtis, uh, Curtis didn't allow us to um, have any, um, basically Curtis wouldn't going to put out nothing on the network that would uh, be problematic and play in nobody's face because Curtis didn't let nobody play in, the, uh, in his face and neither does Candace. So it would be a political podcast. Um, it is... Uh, which I feel like is needed. Um, it is related to all things black culture, black identity, um, and politics. Because as much as I um, am fed up with politics, um, as much as Bianca is, as much as everybody on the fucking network is fed up with politics, which we will get to in a damn second, um, it is important to, to be aware. It is important to talk about it and talk about it in a um, a a firm way but not a um what's the word we're looking for um uh attacking not a forceful way yeah yes not barking and yelling at people so like a lot to be mad about like shalom said but like concentrated anger 
I just did the the Tyra Banks meme. You couldn't tell because we ain't on camera, but I did the Tyra <laughs> Banks meme. Um, so look forward to that. Two brand new shows on the network. Speaking of shows, um, go subscribe to the Patreon. Become a patron. Um, go to flawlessnoses.com slash Patreon. Become a patron. Get in there on that five dollar level. Get y'all this all this bonus content. All Ten dollars a month to get you everything, but five dollars a month to get you everything. Yes, yes, yes. Um, speaking of which, coming up soon, me and Bianca just wrapped up a Bring It Bike where uh, we did a not we broke away from our usual tradition of doing musical reviews and basically pulled an insecure and tried to curate a. Um, what are we gonna call it, Bianca? Like a Black Liberation playlist or Black Liberation? Yeah, so we got the the, the foundation of what should be a truly special playlist in terms of just yeah, Black Liberation, Black Power, Black Empowerment. Yes. Um, black Solidarity, Black Unity. Um, we we each selected five songs, and we selected four songs originally. And by the time I was done, I had reselected two of my songs. And then we made space to do a fifth song a piece. And even then I was waffling on what's my fifth song? What's going to be the one I talk about? Um, so we got 10 um, over there behind the paywall. That'll be up soon. I, I have been on the ground with some essential things out here in the Portland, Oregon area. Um, but it's coming. Don't worry. It's just it's a lot of editing um, on this one. More editing than usual. But it's coming. It'll be there. And we hope that it is the beginning of what will be a truly special um, gathering of songs. So, Indeed. Because in the words of the great Nina Simone, um, it is, she felt it was an artist's duty to reflect the times, a sentiment that I definitely agree with. Um, and in, the, in her time, um, and also in the time of the artists that we covered, their music definitely reflected the times and reflected their um, politics. And I feel like to, 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 to people who say that artists and, you know, black celebs or just anybody with any kind of influence um, should not be speaking on these things uh, or should not be aware or should not be basically not doing anything. Um, I think you, I think that is uh, false. Um, we literally have history, black history that proves otherwise. Um, they should speak. Now, if they speak and they stupid and they cooning, then that just lets you know who they are and you don't have to support them. But I do agree with uh, the great name Simone that it is um, an artist's duty to reflect the sign of the times through their art because that's what art is. Um, so. Indeed. And out of the most trying times usually comes the most the inspired art. Yes. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. So which is which is not to say like how y'all hate asses do when like Adele and Mary J. Blige has a breakup and y'all go, Oh, the album's gonna be amazing. It's like shut the fuck up. Like <laughs> somebody's gotta navigate like their own pain to get to that point for you. So don't be so obtuse as to point that out. You know, know it, sure, fine, whatever. But saying it, that's just tacky. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like it it's one of the things where it's like I I I agree with it, but I understand it in the context of what like you just said it, but I don't say it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's one of the things where it's like it's problematic and you laugh, but you don't say it. Like you keep you keep that what do Curtis what did Curtis just always say? Hashtag keep it in the iMessage. That's what be fucking yep. y'all up. <laughs> y'all don't keep y'all problematic shit in the iMessage. All right. Well, let's get into <sighs> the show. Uh, speaking of problematic, uh, <laughs> so in I don't know what who whoops I did this was. The House Democrats today decided they were going to kneel in honor of George Floyd um, in kente cloths. In fucking kente cloths. And fuck, Sonny, Sonny, Sonny. That man smell like kente oil. Your wife smell like kente oil. <laughs> That's how <laughs> like a fucking... Listen, I, listen, Dread Tyler Perry, all you want, a lot of it I will agree with, but them plays are funny. Now the movies, oh, the, uh, yeah, the plays are great. Um, like that's that's his wheelhouse for certain. But yeah, no, I saw that and I was just like, my, Bianca, I promise you, I promise you, my first reaction when I saw that was like, I know y'all fucking lying. Yeah, that that's that's more or less about where I went. I was, I just could not believe that like somebody said this is a good idea. Somebody said yes, let's get some kente cloths made to drape over y'all's shoulders. Somebody else said, let's actually drape the fucking Kente cloths over our shoulders. Somebody else said, let's get a picture of this moment. And let's like, kneel. Like, there were lots of balls dropped on this. And I... Go ahead, I know what I, 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 I know what the glass half full response is to this, right? Like, they're, they're trying to, to show support to the black community. But the black community in America is like, we, we, we are hurting. Yes. This does nothing for the hurt. Yes. Um, yes. Now, and I shouldn't say nothing. We get some great jokes off, but, um, yes, that, the jokes were hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But the, the jokes ain't helping us. Right. Like, right, and this, right. it's this, also a coping mechanism. Right. Yeah. Th- this shit ass show solidarity isn't, isn't helping us. It isn't solid. Um, if I'm mean, pun about it, it's just yeah. I mean, listen, this is us. We can be real. This is this. You know, this is performative symbolism. Yeah, y'all just did some shit. Yeah. We don't. We yeah. We not. Yeah, y'all just did shit. And then listen, far be it from me to criticize Democrats. Um, however, the oh, well. <laughs> I like how you said that. that. That was like some movie shit, friend. Oh, however, <laughs> however. The justice in policing act of 2020 that they proposed, this plan that they proposed, this change that they proposed to reform the police, not to be a negative Nancy, but I read it. I read the plan. I read a good chunk of it, you know, because I actually read before I jump to conclusions and shit. And... I made this comment on Twitter and before y'all get to carrying on, I don't dislike this person that I'm about to mention. Um, I've seen some questionable things about him. Then I've also seen some questionable things get answered that don't match the energy that people have for him. So I am neutral. However, 
Damn, who I, is this about? I read the Demo- <laughs> I read the Democrats plan and I'll be damned if it don't look copied and pasted straight from DeRay. And that plan that DeRay had didn't look that good when I first saw it either. Because a lot of the stuff that these two plans have has already been implemented and tried and the police are still killing black people. So I don't know what to tell you, fam. Like, <laughs> body cams, we have body cams. The police are still killing black people. Um, demilitarizing the police. The police have been demilitarized to an extent. Uh, they're still killing black people. Um, banning chokeholds, they did that. The police are still killing black people. So, like, I don't... The root is the police itself as a staff record label and as a motherfucking crew. Like, I don't know how clear it can get than that, fam. Like, you can't reform what was never meant to be in the first place. Because we have to, like, the police wasn't even originally intended to be the police. They was originally meant to catch runaway slaves. It just happened to morph into what we know as the police, you know, quote unquote today. But the original purpose of it was to catch runaway slaves. So, like... It never came from a place of protect and serve. It came from a protective capture and detain niggas. Exactly. So, like, I get it, and I, I will say, at least from what I saw, I do want to say shout out to, again, at least what I saw, my social media feed. Like, because, you know, anytime you even criticize a speck of what Democrats do. There is a certain segment, you know, usually they have blue checks, but that's neither here nor there, um, that pops up and tries to silence that um, by barking and yelling and reminding us of Trump. And we're not talking about Trump right now. We are talking about Democrats and what they are trying to do and why it definitely rings hollow and is tone deaf and insensitive to as Bianca mentioned earlier, the hurt that the black community is going through. Yeah. Then to add insult to injury. mm -hmm. Oh, my bad. I didn't mean to cut y'all back. No, no, you good. Then to add insult to injury, the motherfucker that we supposed to vote for come November, which most of us are still going to begrudgingly hold our nose and vote for, says he is not for defunding the police. Which, of course, the motherfucker that wrote the crime bill will say some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, he, like, as president, that is way out of his wheelhouse. He can't do nothing about that. Like, he could say what the fuck he want about not wanting to defund the police. Doesn't matter. He's not running for governor. He's not running for mayor. He can't, he has, he has no say, right? Like, so the police are going to get defunded in places where they're going to do that, like Minneapolis. Shout out to them. We, we um, I, I, that's in the, which, in the we're gonna get to that. Which, yeah, we going there. Um, but yeah, he he can't do nothing about that. Like, if if a municipality decides, yo, this ain't worth it. This ain't working. This ain't us, and this ain't living. He can't do shit about that. So I I don't give a fuck about his opinion on defunding the police like period like i like he he could come out and say oh yeah i'm 100,000% for that and yeah like okay that's whatever um so yeah so no he yeah he he legit like draws no quarter from me like on having an opinion about that like 
yeah, feel how you want to. Right? You know what? <laughs> feel how you want to, Joe Biden. Um, you can't stop the cities that will do that. Um, my city has a vote up on the 10th to set the city budget. And we're looking to get that shit down as close to zero dollars as possible. So, you don't like it? Okay. We don't care. Then you have cities like, you know, the quote-unquote Black Mecca here where I live, or at least the surrounding metro, where um, the mayor here, Miss Keisha Lance Vidal, has increased the goddamn budget for the fucking police. And from what I saw today is one of the people that has been one of the new people that has been um selected to be vetted as potentially Biden's running mate. So Yeah, he sent the letter to the wrong office. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that was. That letter just got sent to the wrong office in Atlanta. That's ah. listen. <laughs> well you know he old as hell, so it's probably a case of his dementia. <laughs> It's, it's somebody, yeah, somebody didn't didn't do that right at all. But um, yeah, no, that's that's. So, I don't have the same opinion of her that people might because I I just don't live in the I don't live in that city. I don't know. I know people just tend to be pessimistic about their mayors and their governors, no matter who they tend to be. Um, but with with Keisha is. It's, it's it's for good reason. Like I, I put it like this. Oh no! It, like it, every everybody has good reasons, right? Like they like in in the in the abstract, everybody has good reasons. I just don't know. Like I'm I'm not comfortable enough to speak out and say, you know, oh yeah, you know, not not that you say that. That's totally just, like I I'm not gonna be the one to fucking like stage that conversation. But I respect it. Like if people feel like yo, my man could be doing better at X Y Z. Like fuck it. Like put your foot on their necks. Make him do it. And see, that's the thing with Keisha, like, people, you know, and we talk about this all the time, like, the the work does not stop with just you casting the ballot and voting. Right. It, it You have to stay on their neck and see, here's the thing, people here have, or at least have tried, and she, more than like, more often than not, has not been on the right side of things when you look at the 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 economic disparity of minorities and, and black people in particular, as opposed to like our peers, you know. So it's like, yeah, like even with people staying on her neck, she still has she's she she's still moving like an Asian white supremacy. And it's not without good reason that black people here, like you see maybe see on your social media feed, is like, yeah, nah. About Keisha, you know, so. But also, that is hilarious that 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 vetted invitation got sent to the wrong address because I can believe that. But then again, I can also believe that Joe's campaign is just like, look, you get your ass any 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 damn black woman that niggas seem to like. That's who the fuck you get. Yeah, I yeah, um, and again, the 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 way that we fucking break that up is next time that it, you know she up vote don't let her skate in the primary just off the strength of that's the name that people know right like if niggas is that dissatisfied get out there and put the next motherfucker in and I don't know who that next motherfucker is or should be necessarily but yeah 
like she's she still got to run for re-election, right? Like that's the thing, right? Like if she, yeah. if yeah. it shouldn't it shouldn't be that she's so disillusioned by like just these reactions that she's gotten while actually serving that she decides, oh, I'm not running for re-election. Like if she decides to run, fucking say, hey, no, like a large number of us did not benefit in any meaningful sense from either some of the policies you put in place or some of the people you empowered, and we vote in a different direction now. Like that is that is always on the table. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so yeah, so I I hope that you know again, like whatever the because again, I don't I don't I'm not there. I don't know specifically what the issues might all pertain to, but like if it's that bad, like tell her look, you know, once was enough. You good? <laughs> Take your yeah. rest. Yeah, we, get on we, out of here. We good, love. Enjoy. Enjoy. Right. Uh. But yeah, the the Democrats doing this shit was very performative. And since we talking about performative, before we get to some things that aren't performative, um, we might as well just talk about all these motherfuckers all of a sudden saying Black Lives Matter, and, you know, and kneeling the fucking NFL, NFL bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Roger, there you got a lot of motherfucking nerve. <laughs> Y'all got a whole. Did y'all did y'all secretly loot from these stores and get some whole cases of nerve? Cause goddamn, <laughs> y'all have been fucking trying it. Like the all, the nerve and audacity of motherfuckers to be kneeling now when Colin was doing it. You motherfuckers want to burn the fucking country down. Cause how dare you talk disrespect the fucking anthem and the flag. I know y'all fucking lying. See, this is li- listen. Colin, Colin is a saint because I'm a petty bitch. I will be cussing y'all asses out. I will be like, <laughs> I know you fucking lying to me. I'll be on somebody's radio show. I'll be on somebody's podcast. I'll be on somebody's TV show. I'll be on first take. No, no, hell no, not first take. I'll be on. Uh, what's the one with Shannon and Skip? Uh, undisputed. Undisputed. I will be on Undisputed sitting right next to Shannon with my damn afro and the pick in that bitch up there looking like Stretch from NBA Street Volume 2. So being like... <laughs> uh, you know what? I You know what I really would fucking like root for and be pleasantly surprised and amazed by? What's that? Um... If Mina Kimes had Colin on, like, the Mina Kimes, like, the, the Daily Show she does, the podcast. Yeah, yeah, And this yeah. is like, look, all I'm going to do is, like, I'm just going to email you some questions, and I'm not even going to talk. Like, my voice will not be heard. Like, you talk about these things and whatever really you want, like, at will, freely, for 27 minutes. Yeah, you know, I would like that. Because shout out to, to shout out to her. She be, she she dope. She dope. But yes, I with with Bomani there just for he ain't even got to talk just 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 for you know what he can do he can do the ad libs yeah Bomani can be there and do the ad libs that would be tight right but it's just very performative you know it it's almost like it's like Black Lives Matter is like cool to do now you know what I mean like six years no six what this twenty twenty you know no I said it right six. To four to six years ago, like saying Black Lives Matter was divisive and, you know, it was, you know, you, we got pushed back and so much, you know, stuff happened between Trayvon and Mike Brown and Ferguson and everything. And now it's just like everybody's hopping on the bandwagon. It's like, what you, you could have been here already. Like, George Floyd, obviously, rest in peace to him, but these, 
things have been happening and kept happening long before this, while this was going on, like the country hasn't even, as a collective, the country hasn't even begun to talk if they honestly ever will, because we know the erasure that black women have get in this uh, movement, unfortunately, but the country hasn't even begun to talk collectively about Breonna Taylor. Right. So I'm just trying to figure out what was so different about George Floyd that was different about Breonna, that was different about Tony McDay, that was different about um, Trayvon, that was different about Tamir Rice, that was different about Ayanna Jones. Like, I'm just trying to figure out what, not saying I'm, I'm, I'm angry that this is the turning point. I'm just trying to understand how did this, how was this the turning point when there are countless and thousands of other stories and things that we've seen similar to this, where it's like, now y'all are getting it. Now y'all on the wave. And honestly, it does feel like a wave. Like, it feels like these brands, these athletes, some of them, um, these celebrities, some of them, these corporations, it's like, it feels like y'all are trying to sell us solidarity instead of actually being in solidarity. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you what some of it is, right? And I might have said this last week, but I'm going to just go ahead and, like, punch the point home here. There's nothing to turn away to. Yeah, you're right. Right? There, There is, like, you know, oh, I don't, I don't care about this. I just want to watch the game. Oh, I don't care about this. I'm taking my kids to the – there is nowhere to turn. Right? Like, this is what's happening. This is dominating, uh, you know, your news feeds, dominating your social media, you know – We've had people like we we have shifted within about eight days, going from talking about yo like all my non-black friends on Facebook, why aren't y'all talking about this? To fuck it, I'm not begging you to talk about this. I shouldn't have to. You like this, the, like this is going on, and there's nowhere to turn, like to avoid it. Why aren't you talking about it? Just demanding, hey, look, pay attention. And so. One of the and so one of the things I've noticed kind of off shot from that is people are taken to the streets and they're they're asking how they can help, they're asking how they can be better, they're asking what they can, you know, what their part can be, whatever. And and their convictions are not super sophisticated, right? Like they don't have all of the praxis that we do at our disposal, ready to talk about it and ready to say, hey, look, you know, things are fucked up. This is why. Um this might be how, you know, white supremacy has a role in it. And these are things you can do to like decolonize yourself and actively be anti-racist. And again, people can't, they can't ignore it. Right. They can't say, Oh, fuck this. I'm going to turn like honey boo boo reruns on. Like they can't get away from it. And so what it turns into is for the first time you, you have where you can't just catch a snippet of something and then like cut it off and be like, I've heard enough, but, you have to hear, you have to see entire quotes, entire statements from hurting people. And even though, yes, we're all messed up right now, we're all laying it bare. And we're all making it very clear and very unambiguous. Like, we are hurting. And if we're talking about a return to the way things used to be, like in terms of businesses opening and stuff, like, not saying we're not going to be a part of that, but like, what needs to be a part of it is the way we treat black people needs to fucking improve thank you for supporting the flawless noises media network 
You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com slash store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com slash Flawless Noises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. And I just think that a lot of Tetris blocks fall into place, right? You talk about, you know, like the Karens being annoying and calling the cops on people when it ain't necessary. And you talk about, you know... uh what was the one guy felt bad because he called the cops on the person who wound up getting shot? Um, there was that that uh, that guy who was working with the special needs kid who was laying on the ground and had the little toy fire truck and the police thought it was a gun. They shot him. Like, people can't ignore these things anymore. And that is that is the point at which people started having their eyes opened. And... I think another good thing about these times in particular is that you can, like, I can point to somebody like a Sarah Spain, for instance, and say, hey, here's someone who looks a lot like you saying things about the situation that I agree with. Read her words and then come back to me and talk about it if that's what you want to do. Um, But I'm not going to sit here and be the root source of education, right? Get it from somebody who aligns more to you know your life than mine and if you have any questions on the backswing you can say oh she said this about it can you clarify kind of and i'll be like i can't really clarify somebody else's words (laughs) but i can i can i can make them make sense in terms of why i might agree or disagree or find it objectionable or you know something agreeable um but yeah people are they're out of distractions and they have to pay attention and again they don't they don't have the most ironclad conviction about these things like we do, but on some level they're starting to show they care. And that is good enough for me. Like for now, like they're not where they need to be yet, but if they keep doing the work, they'll get there. Fair. Very fair. And so I, I want to make it to where they can keep doing the work and they can leave me the fuck alone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 You know what? I agree. Yes. Like do the work. Um, and be better about yourself and the people around you and the, the problems that this country faces, but also leave me the hell alone. Leave, leave me alone. Like if it, I, and so here's the thing, like, I'm not, the, I'm not the like, don't ask me shit type, but I'm like, I can tell when your question is inspired from the fact that you didn't read and the fact that you just truly want to understand something maybe a little bit better. Um, and that's just practice I've had to, I've had to, you know, fine tune those skills is based on like people asking me trans related stuff. Um, because I mean, yeah, sure. Knew a fight, brought a fight, whatever, but yeah, people are really like in the lurch with that. Right. And they're just like, ah, like what's the, why trans? Like, you know, people just don't get it just on a fundamental level. Um, with right. black people, they don't get it on a nuanced level. They don't, they don't understand holy shit, y'all really are treated that much differently from us. We really, 
you know, uh, like Bomani jokes, he says, you know, two Americas, right? Like it really is in many cases a two Americas kind of situation where it's like a lot of black practice is just lost in the annals of how white America moves about it. Yeah. Speaking with like to your point, like I saw a video today of T.S. Madison talking about it, and I okay. First of all, let me say this: I it's not my place to criticize her language, um, and what she used, and I get what she was saying. I just because I know people, well, basically because I know niggas, and because I know niggas run with some shit. I wish she hadn't started it the way that she did because honestly she ended up kind of proving why she shouldn't have said it, but I get what she was saying. And she was like, basically she was like, uh, she started out by saying like, I'm black first. And I was like, Ooh, Maddie. Ooh. But as she kept talking, she was like, it is a struggle because whenever someone black, um is murdered you know by the police um she's like i'm always there like um i'm i'm fighting i'm protesting i'm supporting people who protesting because that could have been my brother that could have been my sister and i always show up for black people but it's also hurtful because those same black people i have to wonder what they show up for me because uh, because I'm trans and I often have to face hatred from my own people. Some of the same people that I would without hesitation, absolutely fight for should something happen to them. I don't know if they would do the same for me, which is why intersectionality is so important, which is why you see black women saying, saying like, Hey, Brianna Taylor matters. Like Ayanna Dior matters. Like, women in this movement matter like you can't you it can't be just well black lives matter and you not talk about specific lives like you have to be specific in like which black lives are you talking about like are you talking about george floyd today or and tamir rice um tomorrow and then but are you also going to talk about ayana jones are you also going to talk about brianna taylor are you also going to talk about tony mcday like intersection intersectionality matters because Yes, we all black. Yes, we all share similar experiences, but we also are not a monolith. And a lot of us share a lot of different experiences. And a lot of those experiences ain't always the most pleasant, even towards our own. And we can't do better as a people if we don't address shit. Like, a lot, like you niggas have to learn to walk and chew gum at the same time. I am sorry, y'all. You, you niggas are adults that supposedly pay bills. I am going to have to you are going to have to learn to talk, walk and talk at the same time. You're going to have to learn to, yes, talk about Black Lives Matter, but also talk about colorism. You're going to have to learn to talk about police brutality and also addressing misogyny. You are going to have to learn to talk about systemic racism while also talking about systemic homophobia and transphobia. Like, you are going to have to learn to multitask because all that shit affects Black people. Misogyny affects Black women, straight and queer. Because if, if, if there's a phobia, if there's a ick, if there's an ism that affects black people, it is a black issue. And we are not all free. We are not free as a people until all of us are free. Every, all of us 
not just niggas, not just black men. So it matters. Intersectionality matters. Multitasking matters. Attacking multiple systemic issues matters. That is correct. And yeah, I really don't know what to add to that. Like, it's, it's just, it's so obvious. And yet so many people just miss on it. Like, and at this point, like, it's a choice, right? Like, I refuse to, like, there, there is some room for I just did not know, right? Like, you talk about people from, you know, more rural parts of the country or what have you, um, who just aren't as exposed to sort of mainstream pop culture. But, like, if you're out here with a Twitter account, you got the, you got the capacity to learn better. And you got the capacity to, at minimum, not be so stubborn about shit. Yes. Like, and I think that's what kind of blows me, right? When it's like, no, I'm like, I'm just, I'm telling you this is what it is because like I'm living it. I'm proof that it's a thing. And someone, you know, blowing me off and just being like, no, 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 da, da, da. And it's just like, yeah, you choosing that. Like you're not, you're not, not doing better. You're being like actively harmful on purpose. Yeah. And gaslight. Mm-hmm. That's the shit I don't like. Right, and that's the shit that we don't have time for. If you don't have time for, for white people gaslighting you, then you can understand why women, black queer, uh, men and women, black trans men and women, non-binary, black non-binary people, if you can understand white people gaslighting you and asking you, when you can tell that they just not trying to get it, you can understand why the more marginalized groups within blackness are tired of niggas specifically being the fucks to get it together, niggas. Get your shit together. Get your shit together. Speaking of niggas getting your shit together, BT, get your shit together. Mm-hmm. Because no fucking body wants to see a goddamn debate between Trump and Biden on no motherfucking Juneteenth. What was that all about? Who who Whomst looked at the state of the country right now, the the hurt, like you said earlier, Bianca, the hurt that black America is going through, all the shit that we are going that we have going on right now, the fact that niggas probably for the first time will be celebrating Juneteenth with which by the way, when Juneteenth rolls around, somebody said it on Twitter, but it needs to be repeated. Don't be that person being like, Oh, y'all just not celebrating. Don't be that guy. Please do not be that guy. Nobody likes that guy. I almost said something very problematic. (laughs) Nobody likes that nigga slash motherfucker? Thank you for cleaning that up, Bianca, because I was finna (laughs) go in a very um, problematic direction that you could probably Mm -hmm. think of. Oh, I I know. know Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, But, (laughs) yes, don't be that guy. Just don't be that guy. But, like, who, who at BET said... The, the one day that niggas gonna have a little bit of joy this year celebrating Juneteenth, you know what the fuck we need to do? Have a debate between Trump and Joe Biden about race. Nigger, what? Huh? Yeah, they are, they are not okay. They are not okay. BET, well, you know, it, it's just a reminder that BET is owned by white people, which you hate to see, but I mean, when you look at the material. Oh, fucking people. Fucking people. Fucking people at BET. Um, well, we talked about it earlier. Well, we mentioned it earlier, but now we're actually going to get to it. Speaking of the police, speaking of race in Minneapolis, um, they are taking a major step, a radical step, one might even say, 
Um, and they, Minneapolis City Council, is intending to defund and dismantle the city's police department. Holy shit. When I first they saw have... this cross my news feed, I thought this was just, I thought this was fake news. I'm not even going to lie to you. Then I saw multiple trusted and verifiable sources confirming this. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah, and they got a veto proof at that. So, like, people who oppose it just got to cry any cereal because. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just got to piss or get off the pot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you really don't have no say in it. But, uh, yeah, this is this is monumental. This is monumental. And, again, like we were saying earlier, I hope that local work. Bitch, I didn't tell you to autoplay. CNN, get your shit. Oh, Lord. So, here you go getting your news off of. Off a of world star again. Listen, you got to take that up with Don Lemon and tell them to get their shit together at CNN. Okay? <laughs> if Don Lemon got time to read people, they got time to fix their goddamn website so it don't autoplay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which, by the way, Don Lemon be getting in folks' ass. Good God. His transformation. Well, ever, since he, ever since he was gone off the brown New Year's 2015, it has been a... Listen, it ain't it ain't been the same. Like, people say it ain't been the same since y'all standing them damn brooms up, which, honestly, it hasn't. But... <laughs> It ain't been the same since Don Lemon was like, look, I am a nigga. I, am, I ain't got time for you, bitch. <laughs> it's like, God damn. Um, but yeah. Yeah, nine members of um, Minneapolis City Council on Sunday announced they intend to defund and dismantle the city's police department following the killing of George Floyd. Um, quote, we committed to dismantling policing as we know it in the city of Minneapolis and to rebuild with our community a new model of public safety that actually keeps our community safe, Council President Lisa Bender told CNN. With nine votes, the city council would have a veto-proof supermajority of the council's 13 members, Bender said, as Bianca pointed out. Bender said, you know, Sunday's pledge was an acknowledgement that the current system is not working. We need to listen, um, especially to our black leaders, to our communities of color, for whom policing is not working, and to really let the solutions lie in the community, she said. So the the thing about Minneapolis is they've, they've tried to fight the corruption in the police department for a really long time, and nothing's made anything better. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I saw somebody, I'll forget, it was up. Who was it? It was some black celeb that said something stupid when, you know, the riots were going on. And they was like, you know, if you really want to make change, you know, go vote, which I really wish y'all would stop doing that. But that's a whole nother tangent for another day. Um, and somebody replied to him, somebody that lived, I don't, well, I don't think they live in the city, but someone that like paid, actually paid attention. Because, of course, the person who said, you know, just go vote was somebody that didn't even live in the damn city. And they was like, the people did that. The people showed up to defeat Republicans in that city. And they did. And shit still was not beneficial to people of color. um, And especially black people, especially when the police are concerned. So, to your point, they have been fighting corruption for a long time. So, but this is just like, and here's the thing, like, because I've... uh, have not been a prison abolitionist until this because it's being shown that it can work. And even with the most, you know, dangerous and vile people, you can still deal with them in a way that does not involve the police. Yeah. Yeah. 
and it's being done. Like I, like you said, I hope that this continues to happen. Like I've, I hope that people get with local activists and grassroots organizers and, you know, city council, you know, like this, like get together, like change can be done where you can acknowledge that the system isn't working for you and flip that shit over. Like, you know, cause we always talk about like, you know, well, we just got to get the right black people in the right situations, you know, or, you know, the right, you know, progressive people in the right situations and stuff. And it's like, okay, when they do that, sometimes they do a 180 on you and honestly be agents of white supremacy, uh, looking at you, Keisha. Uh, or they don't have supported to get shit done. So it's like, what good is having a seat at the table if you're not going to flip that bitch over? Right, yeah. Like, it can't be that we just... There, you know? Elect elect, and do the same old shit, right? Like, at some right. point, it's got to be like, no, I'm not tolerating, like, this particular brand of shit anymore and the citizens don't want this and as their mayor as their councilman as their whatever i'm not gonna let it continue yeah just don't let it continue it's Mm -hmm. that simple so i applaud the city of minneapolis i hope more cities do this i hope this this needs to be a thing because let's be honest the police are more harmful than they are protective yes indeed and if we can come together as a community like they're doing in Minneapolis and get it for the people, by the people, and find a way to, yes, because, yes, we still need to deal with, you know, some, you know, with people who do have ill and evil intentions. But here's the thing. The people that we, that are supposed to protect us from those people with evil intentions also have evil have intentions. Evil. I would say, Bianca. No, I was saying I was I was just kind of co-signing that like they they have those evil intentions. Um, right, right, right. But yes, shout out to Minneapolis. Uh, more of this, definitely more of this. More defunding, deconstructing, and abolishing police. I'm here for it. Like I have yes. I have come aboard. Like I say, I struggled with it for a long time, but I'm, I'm good. Listen, listen. Let me t- listen. Burn this shit down. I I am there. I don't just say that shit to say it. If if we have to burn this shit down for my people to be heard and to be respected as human beings and for the betterment of us, burn it down. I'm 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 cool. Burn it down. Burn it down. Burn it down. Reallocate the money. Put it in the communities. Put it in the art programs. Put it in, you know, the care programs. I saw somebody propose um, that they said you know, one of their biggest objections to police is that they're out looking for shit, right? And firemen aren't out looking for fires to put out. Um, ambulances aren't out, like, looking for accidents, out looking for wrecks, out looking for shit like that. Like, they're dispatched to things. Problem with policing is you got these motherfuckers who live in the suburbs, don't live nowhere near where they've been assigned to, you know, police walk a beat or whatever. And so... There's no personal touch to it, right? Like, right. It would be like if your corner store person, like, just basically said, "Fuck the people around here," um, at all times. Only the corner store person's armed to like shoot and kill. Also, right. Like that would be preposterous. Like that would be a corner store we didn't go to, but we're told to accept that from the police because oh. Uh, 
they they live where they where they want to live. They have the right to live. No, no, they don't. Absolutely they need to not. be they need to be in these communities that they policing. And if they don't want to live in those communities that they policing, that should tell you something about the necessity of the police in the first place. Indeed, they got if they police in some place that don't have a recreational center that don't have a a, a, a community pool that kids can go to if they don't have those things and all they have is fucking food deserts and poverty. Yeah. And also and I don't and, and I don't I don't and, and again that's not about race. Like that's not about oh well white cops don't want to live around black. That's not about that at all. You know it's about if if your need to police is based on some level of superheroing where you get in, solve some shit and then get out. That's not really policing. That's not really that's not gonna be good for the people of the community. Absolutely. Um so with that, um let's move on. Um I don't even have a segue for this. Um <laughs> I was trying to think of one but I I I just don't got it. Um so, you may remember an artist by the name of Akon. Um, you may remember him for such hits as Locked Up. Um, you may remember him for such um, hooks as um, singing on Jeezy's Soul Survivor when it first came out. Which- or singing on Gwen Stefani. Yeah, or singing on Gwen Stefani. You also may know Akon for I don't I don't think I don't I wouldn't clar- uh, clarify it as activism. I guess you quantify it as activism, but his investment in solar energy in Africa. You may know him for those things, but he is in the news as of late um, and getting uh, dragged in these streets, both offline and online, because he is trying to collab and do a locked up part two with. Takashi Snick 69. You mean to tell me Tandoori Chicken 48? Then. Did you, just... <laughs> Did you call that motherfucker Tandoori Chicken? <laughs> what, Bianca? Why are you like this? I just think that, you know, Tamagotchi 53 don't need to be. Like, he should be shunned by the rap community at large. Like, yes. Yes, for being a cooperating witness, aka a snitch. But also, just he's an unrepentant fuck nigga. Like he is a literal registered sex offender. Like remember a few years back when we were like, "Yo, we not talking about the dumbass shit Chris Brown does because all we expect from him is dumbass shit." At this point, that's kind of where I am with God. What what's his name? TikTok seventy three. Um, yeah, let's go with that. That's why I am with him at this point. Um, my God, Akon, why? Just yeah, why? like why? Um, I also will say shot. Well, I don't even want to necessarily say shout out because he really didn't take a stance per se. He was just like he don't give a fuck and he not involved. But uh, also, Styles P is not going to be involved with this. Um, with, with this song this time around, he's like fuck it. He like I hold myself to a different code, and my code is not to fuck with snitches. Talking about six nine, but I'm not gonna hold that code with Akon. Everybody got their own different code, and it's like, yes, styles, but also like my thing with niggas not fucking with six nine is that okay, cool, don't fuck with him because he's a snitch and because he literally is the police. But 
I also need y'all to not fuck with him because he's a registered sex offender. Like, I really need for that to be somewhere on y'all docket. I'm not saying it has to be number one, although it's number one on mine, but I'm not saying it has to be number one on yours. But what I am saying is one of you, you niggas, I need for y'all to, to denounce this mother, this Tamagotchi-looking motherfucker because he's a registered sex offender. Like, yes, also because he's a snitch, but the motherfucker is a predator. I need y'all to really speak out about that. Now, I know it's niggas and I'm praying for rain. However, I need more of you niggas to denounce this motherfucker because he's a predator. Yeah, Tanuki Suit 37 just got to be, like, banished from the rap game altogether. Like, make him a SoundCloud rapper. Yeah. I, yeah. I heard, like, one song he was on. The bars ain't that good. Like, he, he is not worth this redemptive arc. He's not. He's absolutely not. And again, Akon. Akon. First of all, I don't even know why you thought that we asked for another locked up, to be honest. Right? Like, we still jammed the one. Yes, but also, of all the people, too, do like a remix or a part two Takashi 69 like what like nothing well, I mean, about is, oh, go ahead I say he is locked up that's about it yeah like nothing about Akon's music and nothing about 69 music if you want to call it that even sound even remotely goes together like what huh what excuse me what oh my god that's he like is. putting that's like putting that's like putting peeps and black licorice together you know what? As a person who likes peeps, fuck that analogy, but also I get it. <laughs> well, good the hell up, Bianca. But yeah, bad look, Akon. You are um apparently, you know, like I say, people talking about you not good in these streets, but you know, when you when you choose to do songs with a snitch and a sex predator, then you know, hey, you get what you get. Um, in other news, um Mr. Carl Crawford, who you may know as the ex and baby father of Evelyn Lozada um, of Basketball Wives, who you may also know as the head of um, the record label, I forget the name of it, that Megan Thee Stallion um, was signed to with that bad deal and the kerfuffle with that with Mr. Crawford and Jay Prince and the going back and forth and all that hoopla and whoop de doo. Mm-hmm. Um, he is in the news. Because he was arrested um, on felony domestic violence charges in Texas, um, steaming from a May incident where he allegedly choked his ex-girlfriend at gunpoint. This, according to court documents obtained by the feds, a.k.a. TMZ. The alleged victim claims she had recently broken up with the former MLB star after a two-and-a-half-year relationship, but agreed to meet with him on May 8th at her Houston home, at her Houston, Texas apartment to talk things out. When Crawford arrived, um, the woman claimed that he removed a semi-automatic handgun from his pocket. She then claims Crawford, quote, unloaded the clip and ejected a round of the pistol and began walking towards her with the firearm. Um, details goes on to say that Crawford got visibly violent, uh, visibly upset. Then it turned violent from verbal to physical and also threatened her with the gun per court documents. So, yes, that is happening with Mr. Crawford. Um, as the biggest of, threat. Oh, go ahead, B. I was saying the biggest threat to the safety and well-being of women is men. That will be true until you niggas get your shit together. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, as an update, as of 7.38 p.m. Pacific time today of this recording, uh, Crawford's attorney, Rusty Harden, tells us that his client is innocent, blah, blah, blah. He would, he would never hurt a woman. He has no criminal history, blah, blah, blah. Um, also, strangely, but also kind of not strangely, speaking of Evelyn, she came to his defense um, earlier today, um, speaking out on the allegation, on the allegations, saying that Carl never, um, while they were together, Carl never put his hands on her, and that he's just not this type of that type of guy, um, and that she that she is just trying to clear the air um, for her experiences with her child's father. Now, the weird thing about this is, and B, you don't watch basketball while, so you wouldn't get it, but I can still paint the picture for you. The weird thing about Evelyn doing this is that we know that Evelyn is an advocate uh, um, for speaking out against domestic violence, but she has this, like, weird thing where... She uh, she picks and chooses when she wants to be an advocate and when she wants to defend alleged abusers because we all know the incident with her and Chad. And for one season on that show, recent season at that, she was antagonized by a cast member for saying that she lied on Chad for what he did, um, what he did to her. But then in this following season, she used Chad as like a one-up with another woman in a situation that honestly had no business to do with Evelyn. Then, like, she picks and chooses when Chad is her friend and when Chad is her abuser, um, when she wants to get a leg up in arguments. And then this, her coming to Carl's defense with what, many people usually do saying that that's not the car that she knows it's just evelyn's weird really weird when she decides she want when she wants to pick between being an advocate and being an airhead for lack of a better word it sounds like we need better tv programming well hopefully basketball wives doesn't come back because they uh they got dragged for being uh for allowing colorless shit to cap to happen and carry on so hopefully it won't come back and honestly, sounds, it would get... Sounds, sounds like we need sitcoms back. Uh, we need good sitcoms. We need... Uh, we need yeah. Because, we, we, yeah, we did have a, a pretty shitty run of... Yeah. Because, um, I mean... I mean... I mean, no shade, but some of the shit you niggas is putting out is uh, some mid, <laughs> to be honest. And that's me being kind, so... But yeah, um, honestly, this is not surprising to me, uh, focusing back on Carl. I mean, we all saw that... Um, gaslighting and um threatening with words and and try, legal action trying to bully megan in that shitty deal and shit we saw him and jay the way him and jay prince carried on so this isn't surprising to me um we'll keep an update on this story and carl you know it's only so much i can expect from a nigga named carl yeah something about that name type right carl and kyle yeah like they- they're, they're too close, and between uh, Kyle Massey not having no drip and Carl Crawford being a old Carl ass nigga, like we need to stop naming niggas this. Yeah, we need to stop naming niggas Carl and Kyle. 
they just too they just carry too much problematic baggage with them you know that's that and um you know what I propose we skip HBCU fashions this week. Uh, one, because we aren't at full strength. Like I say, Will is out for the night. It's late, and I have to get my black ass up in the work this morning. And Bianca has been out here in these streets helping the people all day. So I feel like we this one can be a short one, and we can wrap up here. What you say, Bianca? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and agree. Uh, like this makes me wish I had like one Craigslist misconnection just like handy, right? To talk know, about right? um, just sort of to bring that old uh, that old thing back, but um, because they are they are still out here and up. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? So I just browsed to Portland's Craigslist misconnection, and the title was um, I mean it, it's stupid, but the the title was you asked me if I was looking at your hairy legs. Uh, uh, uh huh. What? What? <laughs> no, nah, read it. Read it. Fuck it. Read it. Read there's it. nothing. There's nothing to the to the fucking thing. This has got the location. Oh, it's just the title. Yeah, the title is a mess. Um, maybe. <laughs> maybe. It was, maybe it was that one, that white woman that was yelling in that in your lavender video because she looked like oh. she had some hairy legs. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be great <laughs> with oh, your heady legs. <laughs> I need to go rewatch that. Um, yes, it's in my life somewhere. I'll send it to you. Yeah, I, I got it too. Like, I saw it on YouTube and everything, but no. Um, yeah, um, I am going to go finish out it in that Bring a Bike. Um, get that up for y'all this week. And while I'm doing that, watch Carl Sagan 42 play Super Mario Maker. Because them shits be hilarious. Yeah, Super Mario makes some shit. Like, especially people making super hard levels and they just dying over and over again. Yeah. And especially <laughs> like when they try to now, nah, like when they try to do speed ones, like when they try to break the world record for the uh for the for the particular level. Mm-hmm. And also some of you niggas on Mario Maker, y'all just be making some asshole shit. Like, like you know good Yo. and damn well. Ain't nobody finna clear this motherfucker level. You just make it anyway. <laughs> Yeah, they like. I'll be watching these levels because Carl is actually really good at the game. I'll be watching these levels. I'll be dying laughing at just some of the tricks and shit that these people really think of on this game. Yeah, it's some shit. Like, what? <laughs> watching the preview video now, and this shit has got me into it. Like, I saw so, one level, I saw one level where a motherfucker, like, it was a short level, but like, he, okay, so it was a level, it was like, it was like that first level in uh, like the original uh, Super Mario Brothers, like the dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. like it was that, but like the big fire bars all over the screen. Um, no, no, it was more like you know that first level in Mario Brothers where like like it's 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 the Mushroom Kingdom and then it's like a few like three blocks in front of you and like one of them got a mushroom. Mm-hmm. That joint, right? So. It was that. Then that first pipe you get, and then that's where the level stops. You go in that pipe, and then the pipe immediately warps you upside down where you fall in a lake of lava like you fighting Bowser in the castle. And it's oh like, who, how the fu- who is going? How how do you win that? And the and and this was the and this was the killer, the 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 cliff flag. 
was right by the fucking lava. So unless this <laughs> motherfucker hit an angle that is damn near fucking impossible, even with the the cra- super crazy jumps that Mario can do in modern 2020, unless you hit that motherfucker frame perfect, there is no goddamn way you clearing this level. Oh my god. So that's the kind of shit motherfuckers be doing on Mario Maker, just making some of the most asinine-ass levels, the most Stephen A. Smith-ass levels I've ever seen in my damn life. <laughs> just shit that will have you just yelling for no fucking reason. But anyway, we that is this has been Crown of Collars. Me and Bianca, thank you for listening. Make sure you rate us, share us with your friends. That's cool and smoke weed. Hit the edible, you know, whatever they, whatever vice they do. Um, please share us with your friends. Give us ratings and reviews, however you listen to your podcast. Five stars only. No one star woes, please. And if you give us four stars, we're inclined to believe that you are a hater. Um, support the Flawless Noses Media Network. We are doing great things. Go to our website, flawlessnoses.com. Uh, we are doing our damnedest and bestest and busting our ass to provide you hashtag content in these trying times because we know this shit is a lot, especially for black people, and it is not a sin for you to find some kind of joy and happiness, and we hope that we are providing that for you. Um, we're also just hope, hope, hoping to be a voice for some some seriousness, but as well as some lighthearted levity and things of that nature. So thank y'all for rocking with us. Um, that's all I got. B, you got anything? Yeah, I wrote a thing in response to Drew Brees and his goofball comments and then his retraction of said comments. Um, it's already written out. I got to actually like do some editing on it and figure out a couple other things, things I need to say a little differently. But look for that uh, probably by the end of this week. Uh, yeah, I got inspired to write long form for the first time in a while. So nice. When you release it, we'll post it on the show page. Indeed. Um, other than that, keep being kind to people. Um, be kind to trans women in the world and uh, stream Cuddy Grandson. Baby.